This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Today's episode is something short and sweet that you can take away and practice because ultimately that's what we want to do anyways, right? We want to apply something that we learn and actually put it to use in the practice room so that we can put it to use in our actual jazz playing. So that's why we're going to be talking about three really hip one, six, two, five licks. That's coming right on up. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. What is up, everybody? My name is Brent. I am the jazz musician behind the website, LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, videos, all geared towards helping you become a better jazz player. So hey, I'm really uh, happy to have you here listening to this show, uh, whether you are a first-time listener or whether you are someone who has been listening for a long time, I really do appreciate you. And on today's episode, I am going to be going over those three 1625 licks. Now, it was back in episode 128 that I did an episode all about uh, three 251 licks, and it was a short episode. Really, I was just demonstrating these uh, licks, these musical ideas that we can play over this really important pop popular uh, chord progression, and I wasn't sure how it was going to be received. It was a shorter episode. It was really just giving some information out, and actually, I got a lot of really great feedback, so I think every once in a while on this podcast, uh, it's important for me just to give something short, sweet, to the point uh, that you can take away, that you can go ahead and practice uh, in the practice room. So, one, six, two, five chord progressions are incredibly uh, important in jazz. You see them all the time, so you need to know some jazz language over top of them, and of course, as I always preach, uh, it's good to go to recordings to learn this stuff yourself. It's good to uh, be doing your own research, be learning things by ear, of course. But uh, it's also good to have some pre-composed licks that really have in mind outlining these chord changes for you so that you can really get inside of them. And that's exactly what I've done. I've composed these three one six two five licks specifically so that you can really hear these chord changes come out. Now, what? Uh, where do we see a one six two five chord progression? Well, we see it everywhere. We see it at turnarounds at the end of tunes to get back to the top of the A section again. Uh, we really see this chord progression come to light a lot in rhythm changes tunes. Rhythm changes being one of those really important song forms in jazz. I would say if you were to say what are the two most important song forms in jazz, it'd be rhythm changes and the blues. Uh, and so rhythm changes has tons of one six two fives in it. So understanding how to navigate this chord progression is really, really important. Okay. So that's what we're going over today. I'm going to be demonstrating these to you. I have, uh, I'm basing today's podcast episode off of a video, a similar video that I have done. I'll also link that up in the show notes today at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 140, where I'll also post the notation for these licks. But again, as I said before, 
It's always good to learn this stuff by ear anyways, right? Because that's the, that's the best way to, to really go about it. All right. So, hey, listen, um, I, there's no ads on this show. I don't do advertisement, and that's because I don't ever want to suggest anything to my audience that I don't 100% stand behind, uh, believe in, and all the stuff that I create for you guys, my audience, uh, I create specifically for you because you specifically uh, have told me this is what you want. So, uh, with for some shameless self-promotion here, you've probably heard me talk about this a lot if you listen to this show a lot, uh, but I want to suggest to you my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing Jazz Practicing Course. So if you're looking for a program uh, that really is going to lead you through a focused, goal-oriented uh, practice sessions that you know really give you results in your jazz playing, I've created this course as essentially my flagship course uh, that... Really, it's 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 everything that I think you really need to be doing in order to improve uh, quickly as a jazz musician, in order to really really improve your jazz skills. I have a lot of other things that I uh, have come out with on Learn Jazz Standards, but this is really uh, the big one for me, 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing. Now, the great thing about this course is that uh, in order to even get into it, you have to go through my free mini course called Accelerate Your Jazz Skills. You can think of it sort of as the first module of 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing, uh, only it's free. So if you want to go ahead and get signed up for that and you haven't done so yet already, if you're not a current 30 Steps student, go to 30 steps to better jazz playing. It's three zero steps to better jazz playing.com and get signed up for that there. Would love to see you with the rest of everybody else. All right, let's jump right into this episode. Let's start learning some of these one, six, two, five licks. All right, so I'm here behind my guitar right now, and just a little note, most of these licks, all of these licks, are actually in the key of concert B-flat, and the reason that is is because most rhythm changes tunes are in the key of concert B-flat, so that's why these examples are that today. Now, if you're a B-flat instrument, like a tenor sax player, or an E-flat, like a, uh, an alto sax player, you're going to have to transpose these, or you don't have to. You can just play them the way they are. Just know that it's going to be sounding in a different key than the one I'm playing in. The most important thing is that you're getting down this jazz language. Okay, so here is the first rhythm changes lick. So for a one, six, two, five chord progression, sounds like this. Okay, one, six, two, five. Okay, here is the lick. straightforward right so check this out check out check out what happens on the g7 chord that's the sixth dominant seventh chord so we have what is that note that a flat what is it to the g7 that's the flat nine so it really brings out that altered g7 there so right that note lands on the c the e flat what's e flat to the c that's the flat three Flat three, perfect note to land on. Awesome resolution to the end right there. So that's a great lick. Okay, let's look at another one. This is lick number two. Okay, 
Yeah, another cool little altered licks in there with the dominant seventh chords, really bringing out those dominant sevens that kind of voice lead into all the other chords. All right, here's the third and final lick. So those are the three licks. Again, you can find the notation for these at uh, the show notes today, learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 140. So where do we go from here? And you probably, if you've been listening to the show for a while, know where I'm going to go with this. Once you learn one of these licks, and and I would suggest maybe starting with just one, you don't need to learn all three at once. I'm very much so a less is more kind of a guy. Uh, I would suggest taking one of these through all 12 keys. And again, just to reiterate for those of you who are new to this party here, uh, all 12 keys, the reason we take things through uh, all 12 or even just different keys is because it's going to help us internalize it, uh, build flexibility on our instruments so that we're able to play in multiple different keys, not just one key. Uh, The last thing we want to do is just feel comfortable in one, right? So these were all in concert B flat. That's because uh, rhythm changes. It's very common, B flat major. Uh, But, you know, we want to be able to play this in all keys. Okay, so that's that's probably what I would suggest to you if you were to really work on one of these this week is just uh, start taking it through all 12 keys, spread it out over multiple different uh, practice sessions. That's something we do in 30 Steps to Better Jazz playing a lot. Um, and that's what I would suggest doing. So I hope this was very helpful for you. Hope you got a lot out of this. Short but sweet. Uh, but yeah, get to work. You know, start applying some of this information. These really outline the chord changes really well. I compose them just for that purpose. So you should be in good hands if your goal is to start outlining chord changes in your solos better. All right. So again, thanks for listening. That's all for today's show. Uh, you know, if you are like, hey, I, I really, you know, I'm I usually listen to this podcast. When I'm driving to work and, uh, you know, I have 20, 30 more minutes to go, well, guess what? We got a, a, a large library of podcast episodes uh, back there. I'm sure that there's probably one. I actually know there are a few people that have actually reached out to me and told me that they've listened to every single episode since the very beginning. I'm sure there's a lot more of you who, uh, you know, these are just the ones I know about. So I know there are a lot of people that listen to every single episode, which is, uh, man, I really appreciate you. You go, you, you are super awesome. But I know that many of you, have, there, there's lots of episodes out there that you haven't listened to. So feel free to go back, listen to some other shows. Uh, if you want more of something like this, I do one on 251 Chord Progressions uh, on episode 128, but a lot more goods where that came from. But hey, before we go today, just want to thank a listener reviewer on iTunes for the podcast. This is a review by April Grateful. It says, love the this podcast. The website is full of so much info and the podcast is a great addition and I highly recommend it for anyone interested in or playing jazz. Well, thank you so much, April. Grateful. And hey, if you want to leave a kind rating and review on iTunes, really appreciate that. Uh, it really helps the show out. helps other people uh, know that this show is worth listening to. So if you've been listening for a while uh, and you just want to give back, it takes about you know 20 seconds to do it. Feel free to go ahead and do that, and I really appreciate it. All right, I'm going to see you back on for another episode of the LGS Podcast coming up next week. See you back then. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. 
Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.